This episode of Made My D is brought to you in part by Richard Jervis, Laura Butler, and Michael Cornish. This episode is dedicated to you. And you just made my day. You just made my day. Made my day is the name of the podcast that celebrates the little tiny wonderful things in life. This is episode two, brought to you the week of November seventeenth, uh, two thousand thirteen. And I'm your host. My name is James Kennison. Thank you so much. Uh, it's a lot to get out. You have to get all that stuff. And you want to say it right, and I did. I did. I said it correctly. The only thing I didn't like is the way I said all of the sponsors, and then I'm like, "You just made my day," and it's like. I'm saying your money made my day, and um, I didn't want to give you that impression. I mean, that's very kind of you, but I always say that at the beginning. I think I'm gonna have to. I think I'm gonna switch it up next time. I have to switch it up. So anyway, this is a show where we don't apologize for things. We talk about things that made my day this week, and it's all about me. And we share your stuff too. So let's just jump right into it, okay? All right. Um, I'll go with this one. Last week, late last week. I think on a Sunday, I recorded and posted the first podcast episode I've done in over a year. Yes, that's right. Episode one of this here podcast made my day from mmdcast.com. And um, not only did that make my day because I haven't been in the, not only the mood or the mode or even the energy or whatever to do a podcast in over a year. Um, it wasn't just the fact that that was a, 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 a milestone. Um, it's because of the wonderful response and feedback we've gotten, uh, not only from new listeners and, and friends and stuff from Facebook, but folks from nobody's listening, my old show at NLcast or podcast.nlcast.com coming back into the fold, jumping on board with this one and saying, you know, it's different. Uh, but it's but it's good. We like it. So that's awesome. Speaking of things, um, I know last time I mentioned that I had uh, done some work on a fan this week. Big thing um, that made me feel really good and, and, and made me feel like I was productive that day is I replaced um, a porch light. Last time I mentioned that I had bought the same exact light and uh, therefore I probably wouldn't have to um, post or not post. Uh, I wouldn't have to replace the, the 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 fixture into the concrete wall of my Florida house, but when I took the um, the old fixture off, sure enough, the new one was uh, all bent up, jacked up, and messed up. And so, what should have been a five minute deal, you know, if you've ever done any home repairs, nothing, nothing, nothing ever goes right. And uh, if nothing else, you're going back and forth five hundred times for tools. I even got myself a portable toolbox with wheels, and I still walk back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, because I'm a dork. Because I always think, I don't need to drag all this up here. I, I'm only going to need one Phillips head screwdriver. But uh, anyway, I got it all done. I won't go through all the gory details, but I've got a brand new, nice, bright halogen bulb, and for the first time in like three months, we've got something to attract bugs to the front porch again, and that's really what it was about for me. I miss those guys. I miss moths. That's plural of moths, by the way. 
many much moths. Uh, so that was a big deal for me. I found a classic clip this week. Uh, just uh, I was messing around with um, some of uh, a bunch of stuff on an old hard drive, and I found this standalone clip from the old show, Nobody's Listening, from way back in the day. I can hear David's voice in there and probably Trevor. There may be up to four people on this episode, but apparently what we had done is gone back and recorded a segment separately, and then I edited in live. So here it is, the very first LBB moment. Uh, for those of you that don't know, LBB and that show stood for Living, Breathing, Butthead. And just these are people that live to torture you. And we've all known those kind of people. So uh, it's only a few seconds long. And I want to share it with you right now because uh, it'll hopefully make your day too. Here it goes. Uh, it's from episode 54, The Wow Attack. And uh, this is about a lady at Panera that I ran into. Folks know that uh, I like to talk about the LBBs. So we've decided to add an LBB of the Week segment. And today, the LBB of the Week is the girl at Panera. I went to Panera this morning, and I order um, a cinnamon crunch bagel for breakfast, Yummy. and I'm going to work on my sermon, right? And uh, I go to get my stuff out of my wallet to pay my credit card, and I can't find it. I'm picking all my pockets, and I mentioned the lady why. I said, because my wife washed my wallet. And she goes, um, sir, did your wife wash your wallet, or did you leave your wallet in your pants for her to wash? <laughs> and I'm like, because um, I was joking and she wasn't. She's like, obviously, oh, wow. very, very defensive of my wife. And I said, well, um, how about both? How about both? And she goes, well, I think we're going to have to blame. And she picks up my card and reads my name off it. I think we're going to have to blame James. <laughs> oh, my God. And she like hands me my card. Teacher. Yes. And I felt I felt like, oh, I just wanted to slap her. Wow. But uh, I got my cinnamon crunch bagel, and luckily, you know, Panera's everything's made out in front, so there was no way anybody spat on my stuff. So, yeah, LBB goes to the Panera lady this morning. You are the LBB of the week. So there you go, there you go, the very first LBB in that. And I found that it was funny. It was a good story. It made my day. So I appreciated that. Hopefully you did too. If you'd like to listen to all of the uh, shows that we did, again, you can go to podcast.nlcast.com or look up Nobody's Listening Podcast on iTunes. And uh, even though it's, you know, archive stuff, there's uh, six years or five years or something like that of, of uh, over 200 episodes for you to check out. So do that. Um, okay. This is a uh, parent moment. I call them teachable moments. And, um, other people call them moments where your kids are being butts. Okay, so we're, I like to surprise my kids once in a while. And this particular time, for their snack after, after um, school, I pulled into the local Chick-fil-A. And, uh, and, and, and the kids are like, oh, they caught their breath. They're all excited, you know, because uh, they know something's coming. They don't know what. But my son lately has got this thing where he expects the best of all the time everywhere. He is five and almost six, and this is just a phase he's going through. My, my daughter did the same thing, but they're not thankful enough. They don't realize to even be thankful. So this teachable moment, a.k.a. the moment my son showed his tail, uh, I ordered sodas for all of us, uh, three of them, and my son goes, oh, and I'm like, or no, I mentioned I was ordering them, and that's when he goes, oh, and Jenna was excited. He's, uh, 
And I'm, I was, oh, I was so close. I was so close. I was so angry to, to just not ordering him anything because that seemed to be the most satisfying thing for me at that moment. But I went ahead and ordered it, and then I just told him. I said, you know how close I came to not ordering you anything? And I talked to him just a little bit about being thankful. And I said, I love doing things for you, but you, you make me, you're basically telling me, Dad, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I don't like it when you do special surprises for me because it's not enough. It's not good enough for me. I want more. And I said, the really sad part about this, though, Jay, is that even though you're getting something awesome, even though you're getting something special and cool, you are losing out on the experience, the good feelings that you could have because of this gift because you're not thankful. You wanted something else. And man, me and my wife were talking about that today. Um, we see that in adults all the time. There was an event at my old church and, um, and they, it was a free event. It was a, it was a Christmas banquet and everybody would be invited in the church and they would have seating charts. And it was almost, I know it wasn't like this, but I'll, I'll exaggerate just a little bit, but it was almost like everybody that came was absolutely miserable because they didn't get seated with who they wanted to sit with. They didn't get to sit with their family or blah, 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 blah. And I think every year, Jen and I, somebody just sat in our chair and we had to go find somewhere else because we don't care. But it was like everybody there missed out on, on the awesome benefit of this free meal and this entertainment and the music and the Christmas spirit because they were so unthankful they were so worried that they weren't getting enough and so um rewind that back to a five-year-old boy and i love that i got to take that moment there and instead of getting angry and doing something rash i was able to turn it into a teachable moment so anyway the ideas of teachable moments will probably come up regularly in this show because my son oh boy all right so I, uh, next thing that made my day is I added archives of former podcasts that I've done to nobody's listening. Now, um, NLcast.com has become the hub of every show that I've ever done. And people that know will tell you that I've probably started more podcasts than most podcasters alive. Um, even one show called slash exit, um, that had one episode and that was it. Um, I, I've posted that up on uh, nlcast.com. Another one, uh, I like Genius. I think it had four or five episodes, and it was a it was a great concept. It was a great show. I was interviewing people that I that I respected, people that have created amazing things on the internet. I got to you know interview the guy that made um, not Lilo and Stitch, who's uh, Hoops and Yo-Yo. You know the characters from Hallmark. I got to interview him. I interviewed uh, Ben. Heck, Ben Heckleborn, I think his name is. He's now um, a famous uh, modder, you know, and 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 game person. So anyway, made uh, made a lot of that stuff available. We've got the first and only uh, Axe Cop podcast called Chop that's up there that's available, and um, and then of course the Gospel of Kennison, which may be reviving soon because I'm finding that though I'm talking about positive things, there's plenty still on the negative side that I want to vent on, and this isn't the show for it. So be looking for the Gospel of Kennison, GOK.NLCast.com to come back hopefully soon. Anyway, uh, next thing. 
Um, so go go check out those things. Uh, I watched Doctor Who with my wife twice, um, both last Monday night, I think, and then tonight. Um, we're trying to get her caught up on uh, season seven, um, and we have tickets to see uh, Day of the Doctor, the big 50th anniversary 72-minute episode in the theater uh, locally. They even have it in 3D, but I hate 3D, so we're going to be going to see that, and she's got to get caught up. I think she's only got three more episodes um, till she gets the big reveal, and then there's a great, awesome uh, little clip um, on uh, BBC uh, America, I think is where I found it, but uh, it's called Night of the Doctor, and it shows, it has has the return of uh, the eighth doctor, the American doctor, or the, the American-made uh, TV movie with the eighth doctor, the one and only time he was there, but he's in there, and, and he has a moment where he um, regenerates, and you, we've not been able to see that until now, so she's going to see that, and then we'll go and see the episode on, on, on uh, I think it's Monday. Very excited about it, and I'm sure that that will make it into next week's list of things that were awesome. Okay? So, uh, another thing that made my day was my toaster. Sounds really weird, but hang in there. Our toaster was purchased 10 years ago. It is a piece of junk on the outside. It has green plastic panels on the side. It is not all chrome like it's supposed to be. Um, it's black on the bottom, chrome uh, on the top, you know, where the slicers slices go in. But this is the best toaster we've ever had. And I've never seen any reason to replace it because, like most toasters you put down, at least the ones I'm used to, probably the cheap ones, you, you put your toast in, you push it down, it pops. Then you go to put some other ones in and it won't stay down, right? Because it, there's some sort of heating element that, that moves and unlatches probably. It's got to cool down, then it'll latch again. And uh, this one doesn't do that. It's You set a time and it pops exactly when it's supposed to. And so you get consistent bread uh, toasterization. It's really great. And that is not the reason that I'm so excited about it. What it is, is even though it's ugly as crap, even though it works so darn well, um, it's the best toaster we've ever had. But the best part about it is it was purchased 10 years ago by a kid. It turned out she, she brought it to us in, in children's church. I was a children's pastor. She brought it to me. She gave it to us. Oh, it was so awesome. Why, why did you get me this weird green toaster? We'll probably make use of it. Um, but then uh, five, six, seven years, eight years later, these kids are, you know, in high school, graduating, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and she, they, they said they, they're looking at each other and they mention um, that, that, that toaster, that's the toaster you bought with the money you stole. <laughs> and these are inner city kids, by the way. Uh, and, and, uh, one of them's like, yeah, well, okay. Uh, and, fine. and so I'm like, guys, I gotta hear the story on this. And so the deal was basically is this little girl, um, stole a bunch of money from her grandmother and then bought a bunch of Christmas presents for her teachers and everybody else. And this is a very poor family. They didn't have anything. Uh, I mean, the kids even got took away from them for a while. And I mean, so it was very, very, um, it was a very big deal when they bought us a gift, you know, I, I was just like assume this was a cheap toaster it was not <laughs> it was it was the only thing 
uh, when the little girl got caught, they went and returned all the stuff, gave the money back. This was apparently the only thing that they didn't ask for back. And if I had known, obviously I would have given it back and let her uh, exchange it or turn it back in. But we didn't know. And so I am going to use that toaster to the day I die. And uh, the day that if it ever does stop working, I'm going to have a burial service for it in the back because it's not only the greatest toaster ever, it um, <laughs> it was acquired in, in the greatest way possible. <laughs> so um, let's see, small thing. Uh, I submitted my first Reddit. If you don't know what Reddit is, it is like the website for everything in the planet. Uh, R-E-D-D-I-T. Um, but I submitted it to Minecraft, uh, Reddit slash R slash Minecraft. And it was my giant Buzz Lightyear sculpture that I've created. You can see it at um, jameskinnison.com. It's getting good responses. It made it to the front page of, uh, of Minecraft anyway. It was a good deal. I watched Turbo with the kids. Have you seen Turbo? It's very cool. Um, Jay, who um, he and I are, like I said, in a training mode lately. It was really cool. We sat down on the couch. He he just snugged up underneath my underneath my arm, and we just sat there and watched the movie. And I realized that I haven't done that in like a year. Just sat down and watched a movie with him. It just hasn't happened because of the depression and stuff. So it was a, it's another, it's another milestone. Jenna, she's so funny. She doesn't even realize it, but when she's excited and emotional about movies, she will interact with them physically. Meaning, um, like at the end when, 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 uh, when, when turbo, Oh, uh, spoiler, by the way, when turbo, you know, wins and this, that, and the other, I mean, she gets up and she dances. <laughs> She's like, if there's music playing to celebrate, she dances along with it. She's eight years old, and she doesn't have a care in the world. She expresses that stuff, and I, I love it. I love it. Um, so it's a big deal because I haven't always been available to my family or had much to give, but uh, that, that lets me know things are looking up. Things are getting there. Um, I posted an Axe Cop uh, Minecraft player skin. I have to be careful because... Not everybody knows everything that I know, and you don't care. But Minecraft is an awesome game. Um, it's getting really popular with kids these days, which is a shame because for years it's been uh, very popular with guys my age and, and a little younger. It's a very complex uh, voxel-based squares sandbox game, and you can have skins for your player and custom. And I made an Axe Cop one a while back, and I never really posted it or made a big deal of it, but I did. And Ethan Nicole, the guy that created Axe Cop, him and his brother, he retweeted my status update um, when I posted it on Twitter, and then he favorited it. So that was awesome. Um, I mean, here's the creator of Axe Cop, you know, just basically waving his wand, his, his sword, and, and knighting my Axe Cop player skin as, as something awesome and retweetable. The only other time something awesome like that happened uh, was back when I was doing uh, Buzz Lightyear artwork every day. I tried to do it every day for a year. And uh, Lee Ungrich, I want to say, I mentioned him in the last show with his daughter. Um, he is the guy that uh, directed Toy Story 3, and he tweeted about my website, and that was absolutely awesome. Um, another thing that made my day was finding Mike Tom Tompkins. This guy is on YouTube. He's a singer, um, and he's awesome. He makes he does all of his stuff acapella with his voice only, 
And I'm going to play you a little bit about uh, my favorite song. It's a good song anyway. It's called We Are Young by Fun. Uh, but I love it when Mike Tom- Tompkins sings it. So check it out. Just listen to a little bit of it. <laughs> Straight. My friends are in the bathroom getting higher than the Empire State My lover, she is waiting for me just across the bar My seat's been taken by some sunglasses asking about a scar And I know I gave it to you months ago I know you're trying to forget But between the drinks and subtle things, the holes in my apologies, you know I'm trying hard to take it back So if by the time the bar closes and you feel like falling down I'll carry you home stop it trademark <laughs> or copyright infringement i'm sure but you need to check it out it is awesome um he does a bunch of other good stuff nine million nine hundred fifty eight thousand six hundred eighty seven views uh it make that uh, nine million nine hundred fifty eight thousand six hundred eighty eight views now um uh, on youtube he's a great guy mike tompkins um i bought the song legitimately on itunes because that is awesomeness. I love covers anyway, but, um, you know, like walk off the earth does a great one of Taylor Swift's trouble. If you want to look that up, it's awesome. I'll have links to all this stuff, by the way, in the show notes at mmdcast.com. So episode two, um, to two to two. Oh, I got, uh, I got quoted, um, on Facebook by a, an online friend named Chris Cohen. And apparently he was going back, uh, when I mentioned that I had, posted um, some of the archives he'd gone through and re-listened to I Like Genius episode one with Christopher Stapleton. And um, this is what he wrote. He said, regarding the excessive number of Land Before Time sequels, apparently I said, haven't they caught up to the present day yet? And um, I thought it was pretty funny. I don't remember saying it. <laughs> so, but it sounds like something I'd say. So, you know, if you got enough of those, uh, those Land Before Time videos, apparently, you know, eventually there should be some animated, uh, you know, George W. Bush and presidents of this day and age. But um, got quoted on Facebook, anytime something you've done in the past and work that you've put in is appreciated later on in life, um, especially in a moment like I'm at now where I'm not doing a whole lot. Uh, things are getting better, but they're not great yet. Um, that's that's just awesome. And um and just in general, can I just say that the people that have meant the most to me through this depression have been people that appreciated me as if I were giving and producing and, you know, and I'm not even talking about in real life, like my family. Um, they loved me and, and accepted me as if I were what I was instead of what I had become, which was a useless pile of crap. Um so if you have someone in your life that is uh, depressed and jacked up, um, don't hate them for not being what they were. Uh, love them like they're who, not who you want them to be, because that's pressure. 
I can't handle that. Love them like, like they never stopped being who they were. And, uh, could ask them how they're doing. <laughs> it's a terrible question. So anyway, yeah. Okay. So I was talking to Jen and, um, and I heard her say something. My, my wife said something and I was like, uh, she says, I, I, I want a new chair. And I'm like, last what I heard her say, she said something. And I said, you, you want a new chair? And she said it again. I said, you found a Coke bear. And she goes, no, I said, I wonder when it's Jay's book fair. And I was, I was pretty close. That's what I do. Whenever I can't hear somebody say something, I just repeat what I thought they said. It usually turns out to be a pretty funny joke. Well, later we're having an argument, um, just a playful one. And, um, as it just slid it in under my, under my, under my uh, breath, I was like, I hate you. And she goes, what, what did you say? Did what did you just, did you just say you hate me? And I said, no, no. I said, when is Jay's book fair? So I'm trying to make that a thing now. Whenever you misunderstand somebody, um, it's, 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 uh, it's about Jay's book fair. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, I rewatched all of the Axe Cop cartoons on FoxADHD.com. If you don't know who Axe Cop is, it is awesome. You need to check it out. All the, all of the, uh, you know, it was a web comic. It's been turned into an animated feature and all of those things are available on FoxADHD.com. I would urge you to go check them out. It's written by a five-year-old, illustrated by a 30-year-old brother. It's amazing and, uh, random. Um, Jenna at school did the God moment apparently every day. Uh, they have a kid that gets up and they read a scripture and they, they say a little devotional type thing during the announcements. And um, it's always middle school kids. Well, Jenna got picked and she was the first elementary schooler ever to be chosen to come up and pre-record this God moment. And the reason why that happened is in her class, uh, she goes to a Christian school, so they pray every morning. The student of the day is often chosen to, and uh or is always chosen to come up and pray and rarely do they ever want to. So that person then picks someone else and they always pick Jenna. And so, uh, word got around somehow, somewhere and there's little circles and teachers and people that matter and, um, found out, Hey, this girl knows how to pray. She knows how to read really good. And, uh, she could do this thing. And she did. She, she knocked it out of the park. The, um, the part B to this story is when it came time for that day, the very next day, um, when it was going to be uh, put up, somehow or another, in just in Jenna's class, of course, it's just my luck passed down genetically to her. It didn't work. So the entire rest of the school got to see this thing, but not her and not her class. So she missed her little moment of glory, which, you know, there is nothing wrong in the world with a kid getting, you know, one of those every now and then. Um, but uh, she said, she, so she got home and she's like, you know, and then she, oh, okay. She went to the book fair and she ended up getting a book she hated. It was just too much. It was too, too grown up for her to read. So she's in the back of the car and she's like, you know, I, I got a, I got the announcements didn't work. She's like, it was a bad day. The announcements didn't work. I, I got a book I can't read. And she says, but at least I helped Esther. That made it a good day. And I'm like, what, what? She says, well, my friend didn't have any money for the book fair. So I gave her half my money. So she could buy a book too. And it just, oh, it just, uh, it's a shot in the arm um, to know that I have a kid who is, uh, even in a bad day like that, when so many people would be justified, they feel in, in being selfish and like, well, I'm going to do something nice for me. Um, she gave half her money away and, uh, 
and and uh, that was awesome. And she, but but not only did she do it in her conversation with me about it, as she was telling me, she didn't realize she was saying it this way. But that was a good moment in her day. She giving was something that compared on the positive side to all the negatives that had happened. You know what I'm saying? To balance it out. It was as good as all that stuff was bad. And that's, that's huge. Oh, so we're doing something right. And, um, I'm not bragging on my kids, by the way, I'm just relieved because I went through many years thinking I was going to be a terrible dad and, uh, it's going to have terrible kids. And so every day I'm surprised as anybody else. So, uh, one of the things Jay said though, he did get to see, um, his sister up on the screen that day. And um, we always get to spend a little bit of time together because he gets out earlier than his sister does. So we're waiting in car line. And he says, yeah, I got to see her. And, oh, I was so proud. He's uh, he's like, I told everybody at table four that that was my sister. And, she, and he stops for a minute and he said, and I told Jack at table two. <laughs> so I don't know what that means. <laughs> Apparently table two is, I imagine, though, that table four is where he sits with his little group. And there's probably a table two diagonally, and he's he's telling his friends, "Hey, there's this is my sister." And then Jeff, table four is like, "What? Who? Oh, that's my sister." You know, so it was awesome. He told as many people in his sphere of influence, his five year old sphere of influence, as possible. So uh, that was a triple decker made my day. If you haven't guessed, here it is. Um, I went to a place called PDQ. It's coming to a town near you one day. It's uh, people dedicated to quality. It's a restaurant that makes uh, chicken strips, and it's pretty good. They specialize in lots of cool dipping sauces. But their point is they have one of those 101 diet or Coke machines. You know what I'm talking about? Those stress balls, and and it's like worse than waiting. Like when somebody's waiting on you in an ATM, you're trying to pick out your drink. You're pushing all these screen buttons, and and you end up with something weird like, you know, diet sunkissed with lemon raspberry in it you know anyway maybe you don't experience it that way but i tried something weird i was like i i was gonna try mel yellow dude i used to love that stuff when i was a kid so they had diet mel yellow i punched it in and i'm like what the hey grape i put grape flavored <laughs> diet mel yellow and it was nasty but it was memorable and it is now the official drink of made my day cast so try it and write in and let me know what you think about the, the official uh, but nasty soda uh, flavor of, of Made My Day Cast. Again, Diet Mel Yellow with grape. It is shamazing. And that means it's not amazing. It's a sham. So I made that up just now. Okay. Um, Bioshock Infinite, one of the best games ever, 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 came out with uh, Burial at Sea, downloadable content for this week, and I pl- I downloaded it and played it through in one day. I need to go do it again, just for fun. But it's just one of those infinite alternate reality type games, like it's in the same world, but it's in a, it's back in a unit. I can't explain it, because you don't care if you're not a gamer, and if you do, you know what I'm going to say. So, um, Bioshock Infinite, awesome, awesome, awesome game. I saw a a video, I'm sorry, a trailer for a movie coming out, Disney, called Saving Mr. Banks. And it's apparently the story of the author of uh, Mary Poppins and Walt Disney, trying him trying to convince her that he's going to do her story justice. Apparently the story 
means a lot. If, if, there, if there's any flaw with the trailer, which I'll have linked in the show notes, it is that it probably gives away too much. Um, but the story is apparently very personal to her and she's afraid he's going to turn it into dancing pigs and ducks and stuff. And, uh, it, and, uh, it just looks really, really, really good. And I'm excited about that. Um, I already mentioned the night of the doctor. It's going to be awesome. And, uh, or the night of the doctor is the clip, the short clip that, uh, I will link in the show notes. Um, my wife came home. She was been, she was gone for a training for three, a couple days. And I did great. I did really good with the kids. Um, the only problem was a Friday morning. I would usually get up about 7 and leave the house about 7.45 with the kids to drop them off. But uh, all I know is my daughter wakes me up and says, Is it time for school yet? And it's a quarter after... No, it's 20 after 8. 20 after 8. And I'm like, what the heck? My alarms didn't go off. And I checked them later and they were all turned off. And I'm like, why the world? And I just felt so stupid. And I was half asleep. I stumble in to check the kids in and take them where they're supposed to go and go home. And, and I'm like, why, why am I so, I'm a failure? Oh. But w- what made my day is that my wife came to my defense, even through um, the f- telephone, through text message, and says, James... I always take them on Friday. It's your day to sleep in. You always, you know, why your alarms wouldn't be on. And I'm like, ah. Oh. So I still, you know, I'm a moron, but at least it was more of an understandable thing. It wasn't that I just, I subconsciously turned off the alarms. They were never on. And I just didn't think to turn them on for that day. So uh, it was good stuff. It was good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, um, here's some WMDs. These are things that wrecked my day. Remember when I said I was got some negative stuff? Uh, Sharknado. Have you ever heard of this movie? It was on uh, Sci-Fi. It was produced and directed and all that by somebody who's a moron. It's about a tornado that goes through and sucks up a bunch of sharks, and the sharks rain down on people and eat them. And uh, it's it's gross and dumb. And um, <laughs> if it wasn't for my inner Mystery Science Theater three thousand robots in my head. Making fun of the movie, I don't think uh, it would have been anything. Here's another deal. There's an old lady. I was at Chick-fil-A, ordering my food, and the lady next to me, old lady, she's just as crabby as all get out. She's yelling at the guy. She's trying to order food, and he, it's not on him. He was being a gentleman. He's like, ma'am, I've already given you, you know, three fruit cups. What else can I do for you? And she, and, and I really, really wanted to say something. I wanted to say uh, to the lady that was helping me, you know, I, I I was uh, able to order my food and get what I wanted without being a total butthead. Isn't that amazing? And I wanted her to hear it, but I'm not, you know, the Holy Spirit. I'm not the person to correct her, uh, especially in her age. So I gave her the benefit of the doubt and just assumed she just had a bad day. But it is crazy to me that, that is it not possible to go to Chick-fil-A with some money, order your chicken sandwich, your fries, your fruit cup, your soda. Is is it that complicated where you have to lose your crap over it? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. If I ever got that mad, I would just need to turn around and walk out. Not to be making a point, but just to be like, okay, I'm way too invested in these waffle fries. I've got to calm down. I'm going to go to PDQ. I'm going to go get myself a diet, uh, mellow yellow with grape. I'm going to think some things through. So, 
Um, okay, so then the old lady, I complained about her. Here's why I couldn't judge her, because <laughs> a couple days later, um, I am uh, dropping off my son. I go around this certain bend, and um, I'm going to... Uh, I think it was the day I was late. Yeah, it was the same day I was late with the kids. And I, um, I'm, I'm trying to pull in to go to the main office. It's a different entrance that I usually go to. And there's this old man, and he's just taking forever. And he was so slow, I could have whipped in front of him and made it. But I decided, you know what, no, I'm going to stop. I'm going to be polite. I'm going to let this guy pass. And behind me, I just saw a car. They were just not looking, and they're barely missing me from the back. At least two cars, uh, two idiot drivers. And uh, so finally, he's he's gone. He's 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 passed. And I go and turn in, and he slaps this sign that says "exit only." It's it's a little. It's written in this fancy font. He slaps it, and he's like, "It's exit only, exit only." And I'm like, "What? What in the world?" I. What? And it just got on my last nerve that particular morning, and I opened the door as when I was, you know, I'd driven up a little bit. I stopped, I opened the door, and I'm like, why do you care? And he's slapping the sign. It's exit only. It's exit only. I was like, why do you even care? And then I, I looked down, and, and I said, there's two lanes. There was a lane with the line for stopping and turning, and there was another lane for coming in. It, it's not an official city sign. City signs are not written in a fancy, beautiful font. This guy was just being a jerk, and, and I had just let him walk past, and I had not cut him off. I had not made him stop. I had respected him as a pedestrian and no good indeed goes, or no good deed goes unpunished as you well know. But him slapping that sign and me losing my crap. I, I, if, if there's ever a time that James Kennison gets mad enough, it is when I feel like two things, two things. First, if someone's being unjustly treated like that old lady treating that guy behind the counter really bad, that, that grinds my nerves there. Um, but the second thing is when I feel like I'm being accused of something that I didn't do. And so that exit sign, I know, he doesn't know, but I know there's several signs around the campus that are only applicable during drop-off and pick-up pick-up times because they want to, you know, the car line thing. Uh, they got to keep people moving the same direction. Nobody cares. I mean, it was even a traffic light and everything. Nobody cares if I turn in there when nobody's driving around, you know. So anyway, yeah, wreck my day moment right there. I lost my crap for no reason. Hey, it's time for some MMDs from some other people. Made my days for some other folks. This is uh, Laura. She says, it totally made my day to hear the new podcast. Way to go, James. Cheering you and your family on the whole way. And I do appreciate that because that's exactly what we need. My own MMD moment, she says, the other day I woke up to both of my cats giving me a bath. I hope you mean that they had poured you a bath and lit some candles and they had some scrubbies, you know, those little loofahs and um, stuff like that. But I have a feeling what you mean is your cats were licking on you. They were licking you and licking you enough to where you had spit, cat spit on your face and hands and stuff. You got to understand as, as a person who hates cats, that's pretty gross. But, um, I want to respect you as a cat person and still not throw up 
on the show, but you said they were purring all over you. It was a great way to wake up and, and understand. I, I respect you, Laura, but for me, if I woke up and there were two cats licking me or dogs or chipmunks, I don't, or my kids, anybody licking me as I wake up, that would be a moment uh, where you would see me in the newspapers because I would, I'd murder some of them. It might even be me just so I wouldn't have to admit that I had been licked and woken up by the concept of licking. But I'm glad it made your day. She says, it's amazing how animals can help melt away the stress and start a day off right. See, I just expressed how that whole experience would do the exact opposite for me. So it does. It's it's awesome. I'm glad that happened for you. Let me try to think of the equivalent for me. If I was being woken up by Darth Vader, that'd be pretty cool. You must get up. You know, something like that. That'd be cool. Uh, Just a few days into my stay, Flash says, in London, I left my American Express card in the card reader at the train station. Ah, hate that. But I didn't notice till I was miles away trying to buy my lunch. I made a phone call. I checked the web, but everything and everyone told me it was a lost cause because there's a policy at the train station to destroy all credit cards the minute they find them. I stopped at the station on the way back, but by the time I got there, the ticket office had closed. The guard at the gate let me through without a ticket to check with the station manager, and sure enough, there it was. Andrew, the ticket agent, hadn't destroyed it per policy. He had kept it safe till I could get back and identify myself. It was the only card I had in England that worked, and things would have gone badly very quickly for me, but Andrew saved my bacon and made my day. See, love stuff like that. Flash J. The only thing that could have made it better is if the next morning you'd been woken up uh, by two cats giving you a, a, a spit bath. Dear James, what really made my day was listening to the voice of King James, the sovereign ruler of all things podcast. All your previous podcasts provide me with uh, great amounts of relaxation, wisdom, and laughter. It has brought me great joy to hear you again. I love the first episode, and I can hardly wait to hear more. Best wishes. God bless Zane. Appreciate that. I always love the word Zane. I mean, the name Zane. It's almost like you're insane in the membrane. Hey, James, it's one of those new listeners who found your shows during the last year. I wanted to say thank you. You are a huge inspiration, and I'm glad you're back to podcasting. See, that's rad when people are found me when I wasn't even doing anything. You uh, Here's two things that made my day during this week. Number one, when I heard that James was starting a new show, and it never gets old, and two, last year was the first year in 21 years where my high school didn't advance to the State Theater Festival. So it made my day because we are the first high school in a long time to host the festival. So they didn't advance. Apparently, they got to host it. But not only are we hosting, we are performing. We're the first high school ever to do that. And when that was announced, it made my day. Love the new show and hope you bring some of the old ones back from the desk of Christian G. So Christian G is a rapper name, apparently. No problem, man. Appreciate the the share. Love high school stuff. I am so happy that you're back to podcasting. I remember crying on the last episode of Nobody's Listening. Not even I did that. 
uh, mostly because I couldn't tell which one was the last one. There was so much pod fading there at the end. But she said, but now, or he says, I I have tears in my eyes one more time, this time of joy. You may know me as your faithful follower, stalker on Twitter, on Twitter. Um, An event that made my day was when a friend of mine told me how much they appreciate and love me for my work at church. It was random and touching. And um, I'm excited for the next episode, Josh. It's awesome. It's always good to be appreciated for what you do. Um, James, my wife made me breakfast this morning. Steve. I love it. Short and simple. My wife made me breakfast this morning. And if it was me, um, and I combine it with the first MMD, my wife's breakfast that she made would have been two cats on a plate. Uh, he says, I, this guy, uh, Jan Ooz, I played through Star Fox 64 for the first time in many years, and it was, and I was still able to beat the final boss in one try. I had to take the easiest route, but it still brought back tons of fun memories. Here's the one thing I remember about Firefox, I mean Star Fox, was do a barrel roll. And um, at the time, I didn't know what a barrel roll was. And uh, from what I've understood, I don't think it would have helped very much anyway. So guys, that's it. That is our show. What made your day this week? What made your day What has meant something special to you? I want to share your little tiny wonderful moments with everyone who listens. So do me a favor. Email your moments to mmdcast at gmail.com and we'll read them right here on the show. You know, if you can get it to three or four sentences, that'll give you your best chance. So uh, next time, we'll see you right here on Made My Day. (laughs) 